Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, the Lightning beat the Panthers 5-1 to one to take a 3-0 series lead against them, uh, against Florida. And, and I got to tell you, um, there are two things. Steve Versnick, that I have noticed of late. That's five wins in a row now since they were trailing the series to Toronto 3-2. to two. And Vasilevsky, there are two reasons to me. Andre Vasilevsky has been unworldly. Uh, you know, he's gone from an average of 4.1 goals per game, I think, uh, you know, in, in the first, what, six or so. He's given up one one goal each in, in the last uh, three or four. But um, it's that, it's Vasilevsky, but mostly... You talked about this going into the the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. Would the Lightning have the same will? Would these other teams, um, you know, we know they're all skilled, but would, would these other teams be more determined? Would they have um, more desire, if you will, after after winning back-to-back Stanley Cups? Could the, could the Lightning summon that sort of effort to do this again? The answer is clearly yes. And it was glaring with Florida in particular, who, you know, look, they were they were shaking their heads at some of the saves Vasilevsky made. But more importantly, how about all these blocked shots throughout this series? Just the ability and the willingness to sell out. You're not seeing that from Florida. You probably didn't see that from Toronto. This team seems to be just as hungry, just as dialed in, if not more so, in this series than I've seen them in the last two or three years. It might have taken them five games in two periods to summon that will because they were down three, two and then trailing three to two going into the final period of game Mm -hmm. six Mm -hmm. with elimination on the line. And they came back in one game six and then win game seven against Toronto and then have rolled over Florida the first three games. They are definitely hungry. And if you're the rest of the NHL, you got to be going, uh Oh Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever the teams are left, Edmonton and Calgary and Colorado and New York and Carolina and St. Louis, uh-oh. Because this Lightning team, when they're doing what they're doing now, and, and don't forget, they're up three games to nothing on Florida without Braden Point. You can't you can't forget that, yeah. Maybe their best forward. I mean, you know, you, you argument of Kucherov or Stamkos or whatever, but they're doing it without Braden Point, who's kind of an engine for this team. Yeah. They have – it's – there is something to experience. There is something to knowing what it takes to win it all. And it took the Lightning years to get there. Let's not forget that, you know, they march to the final in 15 and Chicago knocks them out. And they go back next year to the Eastern Conference final and Pittsburgh knocks them out in seven. They missed the playoffs for a year, off to a horrible start, a phenomenal second half of the season, but one point shy. Then the next year – they're going. They lose the first two to Washington. Then they win three in a row against Washington. And you're thinking they could go to the Stanley Cup final again. And then Washington comes back and doesn't let them score a goal the final two games. They learned how to play. And, and, and the loss to Columbus is a big part of that, too. They had a 3-0 lead in that first game. Blew it. They learned how to play. And when you watch them play, 
and, and I'll say, you know, Florida probably had their best game in game three, particularly that second period. They put a lot of pressure on. But when the other team is, is pressing, the one thing you notice the Lightning don't do is panic. Vasilevsky's not flopping around in the net. Mm-hmm. The defenders in front of him aren't. They handle it as it goes, and it doesn't always look pretty. It doesn't always, you know, and it can be a lot of time in your own zone in, in that. But as players, you don't see them just panicking and, and trying to force plays when they're scrambling. They stay within their structure. They stay with it. And, and, you know, yes, that may mean some more pressure by the other team. That may mean more shots on Vasilevsky at that point. But they're not making the risky play that's going to end up being in the back of your net because you went for something you shouldn't have and, and missed it, if that makes sense to it. That there's a calm demeanor about them, even when things aren't going their way in a game. And, and, and that's, that's through years of experience with this group. And, 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 you know, the other pieces that come in learn from that and see that. And, you know, it, like I said, even when there's – even that second period, that, that – I mean, the, the key moment in, in game three was that power play, the two-minute power play that Florida had in the second period. Yeah, when they kill it off, when, when Nick Paul doesn't have a stick. Doesn't have a stick for 30, 40 seconds of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, I mean, the other Nick Paul got off the ice. The other three were out there the whole two minutes. Right. Florida had chance after chance. McDonough's stick saved a goal. Yeah, he flicked one away. Vazzy mm-hmm. made some saves. But, I mean, but, but that whole time in that power play, did it ever look like they were panicking or no. getting out of their structure or doing, getting out of what they do? No, they trust the process. They, and did Florida score a power play goal today? Yes. You're going to let goals in occasionally. But they trust the process. They stay to their system. They stay to their structure. And when they do that, more often than not, they're very successful. And, and they've shown that in this series. And, and to me, that, that, that penalty kill, Florida had all the momentum in the world. Yeah. And then what was it, a minute or two later, you go down and make it 3-1? Yeah, Mc, McDonough blocks a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cernak, uh, Cernak blocked a couple. And then uh, Vasilevsky, he stopped a couple more shots close in by mm-hmm. uh, Hornquist. And then uh, there was another slap shot by uh, Barkov, I think. And yep. then towards the end of that, uh, Reinhardt takes a one-timer. Uh, and it stopped, but it skipped, skipped over the post, and that's when McDonough um, swept it away. And before you knew it, they're skating the other way. Headman um, springs ahead, Kuch. and then Nikita Kuch, Kucherov gets the seam pass, and, and then he feeds Stamkos, and then there's a one-timer, and guess what? It's 3-1. to one. I mean, it happened that fast, faster than I just said it. It, I, it went they, from being 2-2 two, two to 3-1, and yeah. Florida's going. It, it felt like... And the air came out of them. It felt I mean, like the will got taken out of Florida. Oh, point. listen, they they I, I would agree with you. That was their best game. They put pucks on net and they had open nets and, and opportunities galore. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that they weren't where they were supposed to be, that they weren't getting the rebounds and putting pucks back in the right spots. Guys like McDonough and others, and the saves that Vassie made were again just he just he robbed them. And and they said this after I heard some some quotes from the Florida players saying, look, that guy over there is one of the best in the world. No, he is the best in the world. And I don't care who wins the Vesna or how many times he wins it again or is nominated or what. And he wasn't this year, which is sort of ridiculous, but whatever. Um, the point is, and they said this on, on TNT's uh, postgame show, somewhere they're starting to use the chisels to, to you know, to get the Mount Rushmore of NHL goaltenders and, and Vassie's face is going up on that mountain. 
I mean, that's that's where he is or where he's becoming and putting himself in NHL lore. This guy could win his third straight Stanley Cup. It's very possible that he will. And there's no, in my memory, I mean, we'll have to go back a ways, but I mean, has there ever been more of a big game player, right? More, more of a big game goaltender than what Vassy is. And you look at the record of him of his in elimination games, and you look at the record of his after losses. It's unbelievable, and he he rises to the occasion. And, and I mean, again, you see, you know, the Toronto series hovering around just under four goals a game. Listen, this this Florida team averaged about four goals a game. They're averaging one goal. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just and it, and it's a it's a team effort. They they blocked so many shots, and they did it again you know, on Sunday, um, but their willingness to do it and, 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 and the knowledge of how defense is going to win them where they want to go is going to get them where they want to go. They're scoring on the power play. They're getting enough penalties. They're, they're, they're lethal on the power play, even without point, which is an incredible you know, compliment. And Nikita Kucherov is playing as well as anybody's played in, in the postseason of late. This guy is such a playmaker. Um, and he rewarded himself with uh, with an empty netter after trying to get one uh, to one of his teammates, Paul, earlier. But he has been – he has taken up the slack and then some for Braden Point. It's mm-hmm. almost as if he said, okay, points, Point kind of ran the show a little bit, you know, 200 feet. I mean, he would carry it across the blue line and, mm-hmm. you know, set it up and all that. Now Cooch is kind of like, okay, it, it's my show now. I'm going to take over. And you guys just just follow me, and I'll lead you with a puck where you need to be. It's unbelievable to see him just control the entire game. Um, now there was there was terrific. reports that at the end of the Toronto series, Kucherov was sick, and, okay. and those have come out. Which there, you know, you kind of watch Kucherov in the Toronto series and kind of went, that doesn't look right. He's sluggish, yeah, yeah. But now, I mean, assuming those reports are accurate, and looking at his play now, you got to assume he's feeling a lot better. I mean, right. we haven't even talked about the goal to end game two on Thursday night because we recorded <laughs> oh before God. Thursday. That, yeah, that is a that is a I mean, Florida, Florida made <laughs> some bad mistakes in that. But Uyghur should not have chased Kucherov on that with five seconds to go. Kucherov yeah. cannot score from behind the net. No, I don't think mm-hmm. he's got the Michigan play in him. Right. The, or they see Trevor Zegers do this year. So and, you know, he's a lethal passer. You have to protect the front of your net. Yep. And Weger goes behind. But take that part out. That puck's coming around the boards. Mm-hmm. And Kucherov looks over his shoulder first to know exactly where his teammates are. He does see him, yep. The puck's coming along the boards, and he gets a one-time backhand pass right on Colton's stick. Yep. Yep. There is maybe a handful of guys in the NHL that could do that. And I'm saying maybe. Right, right. That play is unreal. And, and Colton... Got the shot right over Bobrovsky, high up in the net, you know, bar beautiful. down, roofed it. Yep. Perfect shot. But that patch passed by Kucherov. Mm-hmm. That is next level. That is man. special. I mean, that is the, that yeah. is what he does when he's on like that on the ice. Sit back and admire it. Because those kind of players and those kind of plays don't come along all the time. And he's he is he sees the ice differently. He plays the game differently, and it can be frustrating at times. It really can. But part of that greatness is 
he's going to take some chances and do some stuff that causes mistakes or turnovers. Yep. But then he's going to create plays like that. And he, you know, single-handedly won that game at the end and not have to go to overtime. Well, and that was a backbreaker. I mean, they even the series there, you know, we don't know what we've got right now as far as it certainly wouldn't be 3-0, but um, you know, the Lightning have not lost a series that they've led 3-0 in as as of late or if They've never lost a series they've led 2-0. Yeah, so I mean, this this is all but over, right? And, and I mean, I know John Cooper can stand up there and say, "Well, it takes four games. We're, we're, we haven't won anything yet." Yeah, okay, that's academic. And and I do agree this with this that you know they're going to play tonight and they got a back to back, which is rare in the NHL because of scheduling and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it would serve them well on a lot of levels to win this series four up, a lot of levels. One, you don't have to make the trip back down, you know, to uh, South Florida. But but mostly you can see the attrition that is happening in these playoffs, and not just with Tampa Bay. Um, well, which team was it the other day? Lost their goaltender, I think, for the series, or or at least in short term. I mean, yeah, but, St. Louis, the, Bennington. Yeah, Bennington's gone. So so you you've got, and that's what the playoffs are. It's like you know you're already without point. Mm-hmm. Um, the other day, well, you know, just look at the Lightning team right now. Brendan Hagel was questionable going into the, the lineup tonight. Uh, right. On Sunday, uh, Nick Paul. Something happened to him during Game Three, right? Because he was he, they took him his, off his normal line. His shoulder. He, he, he uh, seemed to have hurt his shoulder. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't taking faceoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't play like the first six minutes of the second period. You know, it was a lot of you know. I mean, he gutted it out and stuck with it, but he was on the line with Kucherov and Stamkos. Not yeah. really your shutdown lines at that point. Um, they kind of kept him out of those those positions for the most part. Um, you know, we know Braden points out right now. You know, so I mean, the injuries. Yeah, I mean, you know, the quicker you can finish series, the more rest you get. Absolutely. Particularly if the other series go long. We know the Rangers beat Carolina on Sunday, so that series so is two, two to one, one now, mm-hmm. and they actually play a day behind. Their game four won't be till Tuesday. Yep. You know, so the longer that series goes, the better too. But the, look, the final game is always the hardest to win. I won't say always. Usually. Unless you've just sucked the will out of them and they're not really interested in playing. But I don't think that'll be Florida. I think they're going to come out flying. If you can, you know, if, if Florida were to win game four, then you got to go back to sunrise. Mm-hmm. They got a shot to win game five. Sure. And now you got to come back to game six at home. And now, we all know the stat. Andre Vasilevsky hasn't lost back-to-back games in the postseason since the Columbus series. I don't foresee Florida being able to beat Vasilevsky four times in a row. No, I don't think that's possible. But... But there's how a, do we know he'll be in the series for well, four games? There's always you know, like a chance, or you know, you know, yeah, other injuries or other weird bounces, whatever. I mean, there's always yeah. a chance. Yeah. So yeah, the Lightning and I, you know, look, I think they'll be motivated to finish this on home ice and not have to go to Florida. I agree. You know, we know Florida will leave town tonight after the game. I'm presuming the Lightning wouldn't go to Sunrise till Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's a short flight, so they wouldn't leave till Tuesday, but. Wouldn't you rather just have the day off Tuesday and not have to go oh, to Sunrise? Oh, God, yes. Especially, I mean, this is a grind. And and a back-to-back in, out in a playoff series is different than a back-to-back during the regular season. Um, these guys are, are used to at least getting one day between games to rest their legs and, and, you know, ice down their bruises. And there's a lot of ice, you know, being taped to guys back there right now because of all the block shots and things. Um, I I think that, yeah, I think they'll get their Florida's best shot because it's it's survive or die. I mean, it, you know, uh, and and listen, there was nothing wrong with the way they played on Sunday, but the sooner they can get this over with, it'll certainly benefit them. 
it has been really something to to watch. Look, what they're trying to do is historic. And I got to be honest, when they're down three to two to Toronto, I thought mm, they might win. They might win, you know, game six, but it, it doesn't seem like they're going to win two in a row. It's probably one and done type series. They looked like a tired team early in that series. Something has happened where it, they've got that they've got that swag back. You win five in a row in the postseason against the best of the best teams that are remaining. You you they've got the formula again. Whether it's one goal, two goals. Whatever the lead is, uh, they are sucking the life out of these teams um, in the third period. And, and, and Florida had some great looks. And, you know, they had to empty the net, and that's why it ended up 5-1 with a couple of empty netters. But they have got that same sort of glint to them to where, uh-oh, you're in trouble. And and their power play is good, and their penalty penalty kill, starting with Vlasovsky, has been, has been better than ever. I mean, they that's what gave them the momentum. So... As long as they can kind of stay out of the box and and do what they're doing on the PK, um, they're a handful because they've taken two of the best power plays in the league and they bottled them up. You know, I mean, those you know, Toronto was number one. I think Florida was number five, mm-hmm. and and they just haven't done much with it. Well, and Tor- Toronto scored four point one goals a game this season. That's the mm-hmm. most since the Penguins of the mid nineties. Jeez, they've scored three goals in three games. <laughs> One power play, two even strength. Incredible, incredible. That what the Lightning has done to the Panthers. You know, like I said, it took five games and two periods for the Lightning to finally go. Okay, let's kick it in, and and that's oversimplifying it, of course. But that will to win, that desire to win at all costs, still there. And you know, if anyone questioned it, I listened to some national podcasts after that game too, some national hockey ones, and. Yeah, just the incredible awe that they all have for what the Lightning did, and particularly in that game two with the injuries and coming back. I mean, what Stamkos went down the tunnel twice, came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chernak, Sergachev, both take pucks to the face. Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, Brandon Hagel goes down. They all come back. You know, that two cups isn't enough for this group. No. And, and you know, look, we, we heard it all year. I mean, Corey Perry talked about, look, this team still wants to win it all. Pierre-Edward Belmar talked about it. I mean, that's, you know, as you're a free agent, that's one of the things when you're signing with a team, you know, is you know, location, coaching, all, but it's also, you know, what team am I joining? And they've yeah. all talked about they're all hungry for it. And they've talked about it all year. And, and through the regular season, you could question it at times. And, you know, but if this team has showed us anything and now they're showing it again, the regular season is about getting in the playoffs. And that's all they, that's all they use the regular season for. Work your game. Get ready for the playoffs. It doesn't matter where you finish. It doesn't matter if you go through some bad stretches. Yeah. Get ready for the playoffs. And, and you know, and this team has shown that, again, this year, just like last year, we don't care where we finish. We don't care where we play. We don't care when we play. Just get ready for the playoffs. And, and you know, our skill and our will, they'll, they'll match up against anybody and take their chances. And with 88 and net, it helps a lot, too. Yeah. Well, it's been fun to watch. They 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 don't look like they're going to slow down. It, it seems to me they're going to be at least in the Eastern Conference Finals, and if they get there, they know their way to the Stanley Cup Final. They've done it two years in a row, going on three. It looks like it might be Carolina. We'll see what happens, um, you know, with that well, series. But and just think, if they get to the Eastern Conference Final, and it's not a definite yet, that will be their sixth 
Eastern Conference Final or Semifinal in eight seasons. It's, it's a dynasty. I mean, it's unbelievable. The consistency in this league to do that that many times with this group. With a salary it's, cap. And it's in a salary cap year, I was going to say. It, and, the, and the team has changed. The core has not. And they've added to it. You know, I mean, a couple of years ago, who was Ross, who was Ross Colton, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now we all know. Okay. And he's had huge goals, including, you know, the game winner to clinch a couple of years ago. So, you know, they it's just a good organization with a unworldly goaltender who could be in the Hall of Fame or will be in the Hall of Fame one day and is is creating his legacy right before us. Um, it's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. I mean, it is, it is such dominance. And to have it here in Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay fans are lucky. They are spoiled. And if you're living in this era where the Lightning are doing this, appreciate it because it, it, this is not this is so rare uh, these days that uh, it's really something to behold. And, you know, congratulations to Steven Stamkos, who's stayed healthy and, um, you know, and now Cooch is totally engaged. Watching a great player be excited about making plays the way he is right now, he's excited, right? And sometimes some Russian players get this, you know, bad tags about being aloof or being, you know, disengaged. Like Cooch is like, all in man he you can tell he is enjoying this he loves this stage he 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 obviously feels good um and i don't know how he felt at the end of that last series you mentioned he might have been sick but he's playing so well i've had a ball just watching this team uh do this again and i didn't think it was possible when they were down three two and now they look like the best team again and you're right anybody who's still remaining in the nhl playoffs has to be worried about it because they are on a roll um well, one a thing about that, cooch too yeah, He's so excited to make plays that he gave up an empty net goal to Nick Paul, and then it didn't <laughs> no, go in the net. <laughs> I know. He was trying to help the guy. No, He's like, here you go. Well, you and know. That's how much he's a team guy. Cooch loves yeah. to create. Loves, yeah. uh, you know, he's, that, he's the point guard. He'd rather pass and make the wow pass. Like the play he had the other night, you know, when he, would, like, he was Allen Iverson coming down the court, you know, in the breaking ankles and stuff. That's what he lives for right there. Mm-hmm. He knows he can shoot, and you know, God knows Phil Esposito and others want him to shoot the puck more, and he has when he needs to. But he loves to create. He is a mag- magician out there, and um, that's what gets him going and gets his teammates going. And they don't even know what he's going to do. They just know that the puck's going to end up on their stick if they just keep, you know, getting in places where they're supposed to be. Um, it's so fun to watch, and there's nobody quite like him right now in the NHL. And it, it's just been. It's been great. These these last these last four or five games that they played um, have been phenomenal. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I want to move on quickly to the uh, to the Rays before we get out of here. And we got lots to talk about this week including we should uh, get into the Nick Saban-Jimbo Fisher exchange Ooh. later this week about the NILs. Oh, my. Uh, there's going to be some books written soon about those two guys. Uh, yeah, that, that, that was phenomenal. But 
um, not playing well are the Tampa Bay Rays. You remember last year, uh, really for the last year and a half, they've had the Orioles' numbers to the point of, I think they were 21-1 and one against them at one point and had won like 14 or 15 in a row. Well, not anymore. Um, they blew a couple of games, some crushing losses on Friday, uh, which went into extra innings that should not have. I think they had the lead three times. They blew that game, lost on a walk-off home run by, uh, what was it, Ronan Odor. And then um, after winning on Saturday, they come back on Sunday. They lose 7-6, to six, 11 innings in a rain-interrupted uh, game. Second time that they were walked off by the Orioles in three days. Um, and this time, it, it really throughout the weekend, it's been the defensive mistakes. My goodness, what is going on with Randy Rosarina in left field? He made one nice catch on Sunday, but botched another one. And, of course, uh, the walk-off was, according to Mark Tompkin, a 35.4-mile-per-hour roller to first base that somehow G-Man Choi went all Bill Buckner on and couldn't make the play, uh, and the Orioles walk it off again. I know they'll come back from this. I mean, this is a pretty good baseball team, but they got a lot of guys hurt right now. Uh, including Wander Franco, who may have won the game the other night, but he couldn't slide. He felt a little bit more twinge in his hamstring, whatever. Got tagged out on a replay. They overturned the original safe call. Um, you know, they, they need to get Manuel Margot back, who, who might be on his way. We know they're without um, you know, Brandon Lau. So a lot of guys are hurt, but no excuse for this team not to just catch the ball. It's just routine plays are getting them right now. Yeah, they're they're in a funk defensively right now. I mean, what Kiermaier had the ball pop out of his glove today. Yeah, Rosarino with the drop ball as you mentioned on Friday night. Uh, that Just game shouldn't off. have gone to extra innings, and, and you know you had a lead in the in the ninth Sunday, and you blow that and have to go through a rain delay in extra innings. And weren't they up? I, I believe when I looked at it, they were up like four nothing. Yeah, four, four nothing four in the first. They scored four runs in the first, and, yeah. and I was I was at the Lightning game, so I didn't see right. all the Rays game. I mean, I was following it, but they're up six four in the ninth. Yeah, six four in the ninth. How many times is that locked down? Mm-hmm. And they were one pitch away. To be to be fair, mm-hmm. they were one strike away, uh, and and gave up uh, a you know two run two run single to tie the game, and send it into extras. But yeah, it's just uh, you know they were playing good baseball, and you go to Baltimore, and you're thinking, okay, well we own these guys, and okay, so you know terrible game on Friday, you blow it in extras, you come back with a really good game, Randy Rosarena with two home runs. On Saturday, um, they they bashed the Orioles around pretty good, and then then you come back Sunday and you kick the ball all over the field again. Kevin Cash was ejected, you know, uh, arguing balls and strikes that that didn't help things either. But you know, he said, "Yeah, we, you know, you just got to play better," and that's really what it comes down to. But no wonder Franco out there on on uh, Sunday um, again. A lot of injuries to this team that they're battling through. Although, congratulations, Kevin Kiermaier, you're the hottest hitter in the lineup right now. What got into that guy? All of a sudden, he has turned it around. He's getting two and three hits a game. They need somebody uh, to step up. I mean, yeah, you know, Wander Franco's what two for thirty-five now. I think after yeah. pinch hitting on Sunday. Yeah, you know, Arozarena's yeah. getting a little toasty too. I mean, he had what a couple home runs the other night. He kills the Orioles. He yeah. if he could hit mm-hmm. against the Orioles, he'd he'd be a Hall of Fame. Well, player. you know, Zanino and Arozarena is showing that that field's a travesty to hit the left field. So <laughs> it is. It really is. I love Yankee players that complain about other fields. Yeah, you've seen the wind tunnel in right center, Yankee Stadium. That you know, that's a minor league park. Base. That's a minor league park. <laughs> it's a bandbox. Yeah, yeah three hundred down the right field line. Come on. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's fun to hear them complain. But 
tough loss for the Rays. They obviously got to uh, got to get things going in the right direction again. And um, so, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into more uh, of, of college football, the Jimbo Nick Saban exchange. Also, um, some sad news over the weekend or towards the end of the week. Um, former Bucks tight end, uh, longtime USF head, uh, USF assistant coach Calvin McGee passed away. Uh, that was sad. I think I don't even think he was sixty years old. To be honest with you, um, I guess he uh, had had a bit of a heart problem or something happened early in the week, and, and he has passed. So heartfelt, uh, uh, you know, sympathy towards him and his family. Obviously, a lot of a lot of people at USF very close to Calvin, and, and of course uh, he was a Bucks player as well. So a lot of ties to uh, Tampa. Coached in high school here. Um, that that was difficult news, but it was quite a weekend. We've got uh, game. I guess it would be game four. It's a chance to to sweep the series tonight with the Tampa Bay Lightning. How about that? Uh, a series sweep in the second round of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs against the team that had the most points in the NHL this year. Um, that's just incredible. Pretty funny story. A column if you check it out in the Tampa Bay Times by uh, John Romano about uh, the Florida and uh, or well, Miami and Tampa Bay rivalry in sports hasn't really materialized trying to get there with this Florida series uh, the last two years, especially in the playoffs. Um, got a little physical, uh, you know, the other night, but uh, for the most part, uh, Tampa Bay is owning this one. And, um, you know, uh, so much for the Sunshine Series, it's, it looks like it's going to go the Lightning's way. So lots to talk about uh, on uh, tomorrow's podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for uh, having a great week. It was a great weekend in sports. I had the uh, the PGA, by the way. Uh, that that was an interesting tournament that was on. Had the Lightning and the Rays playing simultaneously. It was a great TV Sunday. One of those rare TV afternoons where you can just turn on the TVs and go, wow, I got a lot of choices here. Um, so it was really cool. So I hope you all enjoyed it. Be back on Monday to talk all about it. For Steve Bursting, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Times. Have a great day, everybody. 